Hello, friends, and welcome to the first and hopefully not the last installment of the new podcast, Bloomington Spirits. I'm your host, Josh Carter. Now, for those of you who don't know me, I love podcasts, whether it's the Moth Radio Hour, the Off Camera Show, Lessons from the Screenplay, whatever it is. I love them. I love just popping my headphones in, walking throughout my day, you know, whether it's doing dishes or walking to class. I love a good podcast because you hear some awesome conversations or some really cool dissection of some certain content. But, you know, I decided, you know, if I love this medium so much, why not just make my own? So uh, here we are doing Bloomington Spirits. Now, like, what the goal for this podcast is, is to really dive into the heads of the young Bloomington artists that we have around this town. You know, there's so many cool people here with some incredible ideas that they want to bring to the world. And so I want to see where they want to go, what influences them, and, you know, what they're doing right now. You know, young artists like ourselves are always so busy with, you know, practices or performances or partying or whatever it may be. Um, and we never really get the chance to sit down and get some good one-on-ones with people and really, you know, get to dive into a good conversation, get to know each other better. So I figured what better way to do that than to have a good podcast. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Bloomington Spirit's first guest, Cassia Scagnoli. I've known Cass for about two years, and she's one of my closest friends here at IU. You probably saw her last in Wonderful Town when she was playing Ruth. She gave a great performance, and... And as you know, if you've seen her in anything, she's one of the most talented people you'll ever see. But theater's not just her only thing. She's got a lot of stuff going on. She loves nature, going uh, climbing. She's super into music. And we get to talk about some of this stuff in the pod. So you guys didn't come here to listen to me gab on for hours and hours. But here's our first installment of the pod. Cass and I are sharing a glass of her favorite drink, a cream soda, uh, it's an awesome time. It's a fun little thing that I like to have on Bloomington Spirits. Each guest gets to choose a favorite drink that the, uh, her, them and I will get to share throughout this conversation. So she chose cream soda. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I hope that you stick along for this awesome ride that we're about to go on. And without further ado, here's the wonderful, the great, Cassia Scagnoli. Well, Cass. Hey there, Josh. How you doing? Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, I'm so excited. What are uh, what are we drinking today, dude? Uh, we are drinking Jones Cane Sugar. So, oh man. You want to hear a little about it? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I love Jones Soda. They're an independent group uh-huh. uh, out of Canada, and I'm just gonna. Oh, they're a, Canadian. Yeah, they're Canadian. I didn't know Isn't that. They're hilarious. Wow. Um, <laughs> I don't know why it's funny. It but, makes sense. Yeah. Um, I want to read you a little a little story right here. Oh, okay. They have on the bottle. They say, oh. since 1996, a small team of soda enthusiasts have dedicated themselves to bringing you the best damn cane sugar soda possible and we're not stopping anytime soon all right our mission is to keep you refreshed with full flavors sweetened with real cane sugar jones soda is all about real real people making <laughs> real good soda since pluto was still a planet oh. enjoy <laughs> that's too good that's yeah. a perfect touch and and something you haven't noticed um yeah. we have opened our cream sodas oh right but Wait, if you look in the, the inside, inside yeah oh man Ooh. Okay, mine mine says, you will be confronted with limitless opportunities. Oh, well, hey, look at that. That's pretty on brand for what we're going to be talking about today. Mine says, your reputation for being honest will bring you rewards. That's beautiful. Okay, I'll take that. Isn't that great? I like to think I'm an honest guy. I've been drinking this for uh, quite a while. It's a little delicacy I like every once in a while. Absolutely. Can't drink soda all the time. When I do, I drink drink Jones. (laughs) When I do, I drink Jones. I drink Jones. No, uh, uh, I used to definitely collect the bottle caps as a kid. Mm. And something else I really liked about Jones soda is... uh, 
uh, you guys can't see it, but there's pictures on the front, and you can yeah, send in pictures. So great. Oh, I didn't know you yeah, could Yeah, and if they pick oh, it, so then cool. they'll send you a, a little pack of, like, your own with, like, That's your pictures incredible. on it. I know, That's so. so cool. I wouldn't want to drink those. I know. I just want to, like, keep them. Like, yeah. a little trophy. That's so cool. So, yeah. Man. Well, cool. All right. Well, here. Mm. Let's get this. Let's get this train on the road. All right. Uh, let's talk about this. What we want from this podcast. I mean, uh, I'll be open for our listeners. This is our first uh, episode, our first recording. I'm very happy that you get to come along and be my first guest. Um, some things that I really want to have. I mean, we've talked about this a little bit uh, before we started recording, but I want to have this podcast be really an exploration for young artists and what inspires them, where they want to go, what they want to do, um, things that they've learned in their time here at Bloomington. And I think that you're a prime example of that. I mean, even it's just in the two years that I've known you, it's been awesome to see you really sprout into where you're going and continue to be grow, uh, growing. So I guess for the first question I'll ask, uh, what brought you to IU? What brought yeah. me to IU? You want the honest answer? Yes, give me the, the honest, honest answer. Honest, raw answer. Okay, so definitely growing up, um, I didn't really do anything else besides academics and mm-hmm. theater. Um, for some reason, I didn't want to continue with academics. I didn't want to do like the health field. I didn't. Right. There was just nothing that seemed like it fit and something that I know I'd be happy with. Right. So I came from a family that did not do any of this. No musical theater, no music, mm-hmm. no nothing. Um so I was kind of like on my own throughout high school, like trying to figure it out. And when I decided I wanted to do musical theater, of course, the first thing I did was Google best musical theater schools. Right. And of course, I auditioned for all the best musical theater schools. And guess who didn't get in because they had no um, like real training or mm. real experience with how it actually was this girl. So <laughs> um, let's just say I got accepted to IU and thank God um, because yeah. I was, I really, I had this and I had Drake University, um, which oh, was... Oh, yeah, I just, I just did Drake. Yep, yep. I, I went there, I, I I toured, I stayed the night, actually, in a dorm, like, the whole oh, thing. It was It was fine. It was really fine. Mm. They're kind of like IU. They're, like, up and coming. They're working hard. Yeah. Like, good for them. I hope they're doing well. Um, but it was a very small school. It right. was kind of like Butler University in Indiana, oh, if yeah. you know that school. Uh, very private. Not a lot going... Not, not, not a lot going on, but, like... Right. Having a Big Ten campus and all the other things you can do here. So that was an easy decision. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I am am here at IU, and I'm honestly so thankful Mm -hmm. that I was able to do that. Yeah. So do you think that – because you're from Logansport. Yeah. So did you have a lot of wariness of – because I'm sure you know know a lot of people from your high school who came here. Do you Mm -hmm. think that that was a big – like hurdle you had to jump over of like wanting to be able to separate yourself at all from well yeah definitely coming into college like my first year like like definitely came in with a boyfriend from high school <laughs> like that whole ordeal that happens and you I mean you, you kind of break apart like I mean it can be different for everybody mm. but for me uh, we definitely like saw how big the world was and you know mm. went our separate ways so I was kind of with that group for for uh, a little bit of my freshman year here but having like the musical theater group and like the theater building and and just instantly having friends was like an easy way to like develop myself here and like myself and I feel like I have changed a lot since high school so I'm I'm really thankful I still have Logan Sport friends that I see like once in a blue moon Mm -hmm. and I'm happy when I do get to see them but I definitely have continued on with where I'm going so you said that no one in your family is really a big 
musical theater or do, do any of them play instruments or, or uh, I think my just... dad played the violin when he was in elementary school All right, I think yeah. that was about it yeah, I'll take it yeah. so so what made you what drew you then to this whole entire world then well I I went to Catholic school growing up mm-hmm. uh, got put in band because they forced us to definitely <laughs> played the clarinet uh, <coughs> they didn't make you choose uh well Oh, like between like band and like yeah, something and like else. Yeah, orchestra and choir. And we stuff. didn't have orchestra. We didn't have choir. We had to do band. <laughs> we all played the recorders, and then when in fifth grade, we got into band. And let me tell you, my teacher, she was incredible. Mrs. Davis loved her, but she did make me do the craziest things because mm. I started on clarinet, but then she like put me on oboe and bassoon. Let me tell you, I'm five one right now. How tall do you think I was when I was in fifth grade, carrying around a bassoon? Like I almost just spit on. <laughs> No, there, I remember vividly one time we, were, we went to go take pictures uh-huh. um, of the class and I was playing the bass clarinet at the time and the bassoon and she said, Cassia, I want you to take your, this picture with both of them. It was snowing. <laughs> it was cold outside. I fell on my butt. That's I slipped good. back, but oh, I, no. I saved both the instruments and I jumped up immediately. I'm like, thank goodness. I don't care if I broke my coccyx. Like, I think I said that wrong. Um, no, yeah, so I, I, I started in band, I got into um, the Love and Sport Children's Choir, like, in third grade, uh, mm-hmm. led by Mr. Cahallan. Um, It was really great, I was in that for ten years until I graduated wow. high school. Yeah. It was a big traveling group, um, so we went to Where's a lot some, of places. Yeah, where's some places you traveled? Went to Hawaii, oh, went shoot. to Canada, we okay. went to New Orleans tour, went to New York, like... We did a lot wow. of a lot of cool stuff. So Were I got you just performing there and just performing like, and yeah. tourist stuff yeah. and all that jazz. That's cool. Yeah, it was it was really yeah. awesome. So that kind of started what my. Was, what was your favorite place that you got to go? My with favorite that? place. That is so hard because I want to say Hawaii, mm-hmm. but like also Canada was like my first experience with like European kind of like culture, I guess in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like my no, first like into real old traditional like mm. architecture and. Right. and and all of that 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 was that was an incredible time but I think one of my favorite places I've been was when we were in Hawaii we went on this day hike of a volcano okay yeah and it was like 10,000 feet up we were like above the clouds I had these really cool pictures um yeah that that was that was like unparalleled beauty but versus like history yeah it's like a thing that i love so Plant, maybe planting a seed for your future climbing spark that maybe so i am a climber now yeah, and yeah. everybody loves to make fun of me for it hey no it's not no I, not I not for climbing but just like the nature aspect in general yeah, like no. like <laughs> people not... are like who wood woods cast she's coming out she's oh, like nature cast out. she has a cliff bar but she has a cliff bar <laughs> that's all she eats yeah. <laughs> that's real yeah they um it's funny, I had, I got in an argument the other day with somebody who was like, cliff bars are the grossest thing ever. Mm. I'm like, I'll have a cliff bar at any time of the day. Liar, liar, liar. liar. True liar. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's so stupid. <laughs> but, uh, so you're you're in this choir traveling group, uh-huh. um, and you're getting to explore all these cool things. Uh, did you guys get to see any like cool performances while you were on your trips or things like that? Oh, jeez. Oh, one of my favorite all-time things on it was like my first big choir trip to new orleans we went to preservation hall <gasps> sorry stay I tuned just, stay tuned <laughs> josh knocked the mic <laughs> no but we i was in new orleans and we went to preservation hall and if you don't know what this place is it's basically i don't know i don't know years i don't know whatever back in time um there was this place called preservation hall where all these jazz musicians played all the time it's okay. and they retained the 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 way that the building looks um and it's basically just a shack dirt floors benches gotcha. like nothing but they have this old piano and i remember sitting on the ground on the dirt 
and these um, old older men came in, and there was a guy on the piano. There was like a saxophone, a trumpet, a trombone, mm. and there was just like a small a small group. But these guys were like in their eighties, like mm. nearing nineties. And there was this one man playing the saxophone. I want to say he was eighty eight, and he could circulate breathing, so Whoa. he could play notes for like yeah. eight minutes yeah. at a time. And yeah, and if you don't know what that is, it's basically like he's able to push this air through his his mouth while breathing through his nose so it's like the notes continually are sustained and i remember being a kid and being like i want to learn how to do that and it was just like one of the most incredible like musical moments i had like felt like pure just like just i don't know it's just it's a feeling if you understand when you listen like your favorite song you know yeah i totally understand that my my parents they uh used to be a big fans of the this uh square dancing group mm. and they'd have these once a month uh get togethers at this barn of their uh leaders of the dance troupe and they had a a group of these older guys probably I mean, not not as old as that but uh yeah. still still kind of up there who uh, one of them is in the rock and roll hall of fame uh, but they're uh like this crazy tight group who've been playing together for years and it's so cool to get to see artists who have kind of, I guess, bloomed since uh, uh, if we're going along with this podcast <laughs> title, ha <laughs> ha, <laughs> um, to see where they that that it's still you can still sustain that artistry throughout mm. your whole entire life. I mean, mm. you may not you may have ebbs and flows and where you want to go, but yeah, I mean that's really inspiring too, yeah. just to see that. Yeah, yeah, man, it's really incredible. Yeah. Um, and and kind of. And and besides the like, uh, the Logan Sport Children's Choir that I did forever, I started doing community theater and Logan mm. Sport, and really that's just like all that I all that I did. I mean, I played sports. I w- I was very rough and tough my in my academics, but I always had like theater to come back to. And I don't know what drew me to it, like really in the first place. Mm. I think my mom just threw me in Wizards of Oz. Wizard of Oz. And you said, was, go for it. And she said, you have a lot of energy. Just, like, have fun. <laughs> I was, I was no, I wish. You know what they did? <laughs> what this they is do? awful. <laughs> In our production, they literally glued cotton balls to their eyebrows. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To and the Oompa Loompa's eyebrows? Oompa eyebrows. And, like, just covered their faces in orange paint. It was it was community theater. <laughs> and, um, no, I... I love that. I was a ballerina munchkin, and I definitely stole the skirt that I used. Um, from the costume shop. It was, like, blue and yellow. And oh, yeah. for some reason, okay. when I was 10, I was like, I want to keep this, and I want to wear this. And there was no reason for it. <laughs> um, so that was my big breakthrough. Um, oh, yeah. No, so I just continued to do theater from there, and I just kind of never stopped, and that's yeah. kind of just all I did. And so I think as I got older, that was the thing that was, like, near and dear to my heart, and I knew I loved the people in mm-hmm. it, and I knew I loved the music, and I loved being a part of this community where we're building something together Absolutely. it's like very it's i i really like that aspect of of building a, a community and making something bigger than yourself something that you couldn't do without this this mm. group of people so really like when it came time to like start thinking about college and all that jazz like that was that was kind of the only thing that like seemed seemed like the answer seemed like it would be the thing that would make me happiest throughout mm-hmm. my life and of course that changes like when you get in college right. but that's another story um <laughs> which we have time to get into. which we have time to get into right. yeah but that's kind of how i got to to this point right so do you think that there were uh any certain moments that you think like where it was a big spark but, but besides the one that we've, we've gone mm-hmm. talking about um did you ever see like a particular show or 
listened to a certain album or something that really kind of inspired you that you'd say has kind of helped form you to where you are today? Well, I want to say, like, my the biggest moment that I had in theater that I knew that I that I figured out that I loved it is going into my freshman year, um, we did a production of Peter Pan in my uh, community theater. And I was like 14, 15 years old, like so excited to have like my first lead role because I was uh, Peter Pan in this production. Of course. Um, and I was so, so excited to just grab the show and mm. just like do something with it. Did you guys get to fly? We sure did get That's to fly. So fun. Yeah, and it was really comp it was it was complicated, hard rehearsals and it's funny because it ties into when we were in Hawaii. Mm. It was we started our flight our fly training the day we got back. So I was major jet lagged and then I had like yeah. a, like a six hour rehearsal oh, of no. just flying. But it was I was on fumes and I was ready to go. <laughs> um no but that show was just like really special and I want to say, like, it felt good performing it, you know, but it was more of, like, getting the reactions of the kids in the audience. That was what right. was, like, most magical to me. Like, I remember the first time I flew through the window and threw this fairy dust everywhere, and I saw so many kids' faces just, like, light up, and their eyes uh -huh. were huge, and they were like, Mom, Mom, like, it's it's Peter Pan, it's Peter Pan, like, and it, and it wasn't even, like, I, I, I mean, we're all a little selfish. Right. We're all a little selfish yeah, in, exactly. in, yeah. in musical theater. But, like, there was something more to that. There was something, like, very magical about that moment and, like, making these, like, dreams, these dreams and these stories and these books, like, come to life mm. and be able to share that. No, I totally understand that. I think that um, you and I both watch Barry. Oh, yeah. And I oh, think yeah. that there is a certain moment in the first episode mm. that really kind of encapsulates that... Uh, that moment that I think a lot of, I mean, I've certainly had that moment, uh, before in my performing career, but there's this moment for you viewers who don't watch it. I'm sure that if you don't, um, please do. Seriously, like, stop like, what you're doing. Like, I, okay, I, I'm okay. You can stop the pod before yeah. you can finish listening to the pod. We probably only have like 10 minutes left, but, um, please do yourself a favor. I'll give you my HBO, like, information. <laughs> you have to watch it. I, I won't, but, uh, cancel. <laughs> um, so, Essentially, Barry is a hitman. He had uh, served in the military in Afghanistan, played by Bill Hader, and he comes back over, and his uh, this uncle figure, Fuchs, takes him under his wing and starts becoming, he becomes a hitman through Fuchs, and, hit, and Fuchs kind of runs his life, essentially. And at the, ep during this episode, we get to see how Barry's kind of really feeling a lack of purpose, and he gets, through a series of events, ends up in this acting class and he has to do a scene with his mark of the guy he has to kill. Mm -hmm. And at the end, there's applause for the scene between him and his mark. And you get to see this Bill Hader. Oh, he kills it. He gives this incredible moment where he, it's, it's not, he's not just like cheesing yeah. of a smile, but like you can see in his eyes that it's just this moment where he feels like he has that purpose again. And I think that that certainly captures that moment that I feel like a lot of us yeah. here have felt and it's like this really palpable, um, life-changing moment that I think that it, it, it's not so, it, it, there is some selfish roots in it, I, I'd say, because I mean, I feel like that's the root at some, some level of performing, there's always a little bit of selfishness, but also that you got to give this joy to a certain yeah. group of people, that's something very, that's very powerful, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. For sure. Um, and 
I totally forgot where we were going from there. But I don't hey, know. We were talking well, about yeah, uh, Peter Pan. We were talking about Peter Pan. Um, well, hey, we can just go on from there. Perfect. So we're so you've been here at IU for two years now. Uh-huh. Um, we're going into you're going into your junior year. I'm yeah. going to my senior year, which is yeah. mind boggling. I still feel like a sophomore and a freshman whenever I can't we hang out. Done. Yeah. So, what are some things that you? are very proud of that you've gotten here, that you've gotten to grow and expand yourself with. It doesn't just not necessarily have to be theater. It can be whatever you're feeling. Um, and whatever you think that has really helped your artistic experience and yeah. how it's helped you getting ready to launch into the next chapter. I think a, a big thing that I've learned, especially coming into college, like especially through high school, I'm very self-conscious, very like on top of everything, worried about everything, like right. cons- consistently stressed out. And I think coming to college, I learned how to just not care. And that sounds silly, but but just to care a little less. Mm-hmm. I mean, do all your work, do everything, but like nothing, nothing is too serious. And that has like taught me a, a lot going forward. It's helped me with my character work mm-hmm. to be less self-conscious. Like I remember... Uh, I, I didn't have much stuff that I did my freshman year besides playing literally Satan in a musical. Um, so that was like my first <laughs> we have, time. We have to go back to that. After, yeah. After this. Um, yeah. So there's, I just had a lot of opportunities in that I've, I've grown a lot of confidence. I've had a lot of confidence in, in things that I've done and, and establishing mm-hmm. myself. And I think that comes from going away from home and meeting new people and being able to like establish yourself in like a different way that you like wanted to. And so I feel like I'm more willing to go out and do anything. And I, that's another thing that I've learned a lot is like, I'm not, I'm not afraid to try anything. I love to throw myself into new things. Like, like this last spring break, I went in the Ozarks and I stayed there for nine days and I, and I camped in the woods and I didn't shower for nine days. My hair turned into dreads. It was awesome. (laughs) Um, but like, there's just a lot of, a lot of things that I have, especially with like fear, like I, like Mm -hmm. just to, just to tackle it head on. Um, and it just ties into like every aspect of your life, whether it's my schooling or like, like personal, uh, things. I I don't know, like a fear of heights. Like I, I started climbing, like, like it's just a lot of, I feel like I've been able to tackle a lot and learn a lot about myself throughout my time here. So you're afraid of heights before you started? Well, not like super afraid of Mm -hmm. heights, but like, I mean, definitely it's like a weird, like, do you ever like, this might just be me. This might just be me. But, like, when I'm standing at the top of something, like, there's, like, this weird, weird want to just, like, jump and, like, feel, feel, like, I need to go skydiving to yeah. get this out oh, my system. Absolutely. That's what I need to do. I would do. love to go skydiving. But, like, it's absolutely terrifying to, like, think, to think of, like, dropping that far. But there's yeah. also, like, that want to feel how it feels. Yeah. And, and so I, I think. Floating sensation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like. So I think that has, like, helped me, like, channel that, like, mm-hmm. weird, yeah. like, fear, but also want that I have to, like, just do extreme things, like, right. with with a, yeah. a person. Like, hey, with, I mean, you sent that, sent those walls. I mean, we went, we went rock climbing uh, before we started recording this uh, yeah. just a little bit ago, and she was, like, a freaking spider monkey. Just... Oh, you should have seen Josh, though. I, I went up on this 10B, acted like it was nothing, and I was like, oh, okay, Josh, your turn, take a whack <laughs> at it, and he just flew up it faster than I could have ever, so... Nah, hey. Whatever. It's, hey, I, I, I don't know. I just, I got a little Brandon Stark in me. And yeah, a little just... Brandon. You said Brandon Stark. <laughs> I did. He's crippled now. Yeah, he's, hopefully <laughs> that doesn't happen to me. Yeah. Um, hey, but he does become... But thing. he does... Oh, wait. Oh. No, oh. no spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, shut up. If you're going to watch the show, you're going to watch yeah, the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, man, well, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, and I think that that's a awesome lesson to be able to learn. Um, 
there's, I feel like college is this very interesting time where, yeah, you can go and you can learn a lot of um, practical, like, made things that relate to your major, but it's also this time where you get to really explore where you just want to, who you want to be, where you want to go as a person, and I think that that's, uh, that's really commendable that you've able to that you've been able to try all these new things yeah um so tell me a little bit about that Ozark trip like how, how did uh, that really influence you into let where me you're going? tell you it was it was a really incredible time I was I was really really nervous at first like the mm-hmm. thought of not being able to shower because I'm definitely like a clean person and uh, there's just like, a lot of like little things that like you shouldn't be worried about like come on humans have lived forever like yeah. people used to never shower like it's fine you're gonna survive um but I think one of the biggest things I learned is um, every night we would uh, make a campfire and we would sit around and we would debrief about our day. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody would go around and just like talk about like what happened, what what made them happy, what they like, how they're feeling. Um, and I just began to notice that like everybody around me was saying things about other people. Mm. They were like complimenting other people or saying it was it made them so excited like when support support Yeah, it was this incredible support group. And and whenever the questions were were posed upon us like I instantly thought about myself and about where I was going. Mm-hmm. And and I think that it just kind of ties into like this selfishness that I feel sometimes and I and sometimes how I feel bad about that as an artist. Yeah. But I think that trip that trip really helped me find a, a balance of of that that thing that I have that I think about all the time um because you do have to be selfish as an artist you have to take care of yourself you have to you have to um present yourself in a certain way you in order to get jobs like so you do have to be selfish but I feel like I've I from that trip I was able to learn this really cool balance of Mm -hmm. paying attention to the people around me and what and what really matters you know because relationships are really important to me and and that was just like an incredible time to really zone in on that and and not be so worried about myself and it was crazy for me to not wear makeup and guess what i didn't wear makeup for nine days and my eyelashes grew longer hey it was yeah. beautiful hey, they're popping i know the, well yeah i yeah. wish you could see them right now on fire <laughs> <laughs> oh man so you've learned all these great things you're you've really got a good sense of who you are um and everybody who can who knows you sees that where are some things that you want to take your artistry with in these coming years? What are some things you're going to be working on next year? Um, where do you see yourself? I don't want to be like, where do you see yourself in five yeah. years, kid? <laughs> I wish we could but, answer that. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, where, where are some things you want? What are some things you want to do? Do you have any idea, um, big projects that you? Well, want? definitely this past year, my sophomore year, I felt like I had a really successful year, and I'm you really did. You I'm killed it. I'm so so grateful for the opportunities that I had this year, and I feel like I was really able to hone in on musical theater and and specifically my acting this year, and I had a lot of fun with Pippin. That was great to get out of my comfort zone and really build a character from from scratch that I could from from my 19 year old body being yeah. a 67 year old woman and and then doing uh, Ruth and um, Wonderful Town was such a, a hard comedic challenge for me because I always felt like I had some comedic chops but nothing like that kind of that kind of timing mm-hmm. so I, I learned a lot and I and I feel like I know how to grow and build characters from that um, so I'm thankful for that but this next year I'm definitely gonna get on the back burner of 
of musical theater performing and I'm really trying to branch out because I feel like an important thing about being an artist is that you just never stop learning. Absolutely. Like you, you make yourself as variable as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so as many tools as I can get in my toolbox, I'm going to attempt to do. And so definitely going into this next year, I mean, I'm doing uh, kickboxing now. Um, I'm really trying to, there's something really cool about stunt work yeah, that like absolutely. I really, I really enjoy because like as an actor, I kind of mentioned before, it's, it's, it's hard to do extreme things like that. I, cause I have this urge to do extreme things just to see how far I can push myself. And you have to be wary of that because you have contracts, you have work you have to do. You can't hurt yourself. You can't right. change yourself. Um, so next, next semester, I'm definitely going to try and get more into that realm because I really love motion capture a lot. So I, you would kill that. I know. <laughs> I hope. That. I dream. So I. Last of Us Part 3. Last of Us Part starring, 3. Starring Cast Cast me, please. <laughs> I'm a tiny girl. You need me. Um, no, but like, I mean, that, that game had such an influence on me because right. when the when the first uh, game came out, I played it all the way through probably six times. And and I watched all these interviews on Ashley Johnson and... Um, I almost started uh, it again last night. I was dude, actually like very, very if you close. did, we you got, should have called me. We, I got home from hanging out, and I was like, hmm. But but I, I watched that. I watched that game, and I see how <laughs> incredible the the technology is getting, and they're getting the movement down to like the eyeballs. Like that is that is crazy. Dude. That is crazy to me. And and I think it's really cool that that we will be part of that new generation where it's becoming more acting heavy. Right. Um. You know. So I feel I I have a good basis in in, in acting, and now I'm trying to build like my physical characteristics and how I can uh, move my body and how I can get that to potentially work like an emotion capture um, field. So uh, we're so lucky at IU to have the media school where they actually have a capture studio. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely trying to whoo, wiggle my way in there as much as I can. I had the opportunity last uh, semester to actually do some stuff and I got to do some stuff with a longbow and I really felt like Ellie <laughs> it was really really awesome That's I got to so see cool. it and it's just so cool to see like your own skeleton like on that mm-hmm. um on that screen it's did just... you get to see the finished product yet or you know I didn't still... wow I really didn't. they must still well, be hey, working familiar. on it I uh I haven't gotten to see the Twilight Zone uh, yet oh, either no! so no 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 so, yeah, that was like what two years now yeah something like that um, feels like forever ago but yeah there's there's something really special about video games and CGI and because I, I'm such a person with movement and building character because I feel mm-hmm. like making the most believable character comes right. from the from the physicality from the of physicality it. of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Distinguishing yourself as not Cassia but as mm-hmm. as whoever this is. So well, here let me let me bounce off yeah. of that. What are some who are some of your, like your favorite physical actors? I mean when it first first people come to mind obviously when we're talking motion capture like Troy Baker or yeah. um uh What's his Actually, face? A oh. dude who does Gollum. Oh, I can't um, remember his name, but I know exactly uh, yeah, who you're I mean, talking about. And it's literally, like, I was literally just thinking of the name, and now it's gone. I mean, and if you know me, my, my memory is like garbage. Yeah. So, um, Andy Circus, there we go. Uh, wow, there it is. Thank goodness. <laughs> thank, God. thank goodness. Um, but yeah, I, so do you have any people like that that. You know, I, I haven't done like a whole lot of research into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Ashley Johnson has been like my number one forever. Absolutely. Um, because just in the way that she she built the character through her dialogue that's not even written mm. and a lot of those like interjections that she has with with Joel throughout the game are just completely like built by her right. and like that idea of because I'm, I'm a real creative person and I like to write and I like to write music and I like to do all these things and being able to build a character like that like with with a group like that mm. would be a dream and a half so yeah. I mean I, I definitely think Ashley Johnson is 
yeah. top of the line. You know, for somebody who first comes to my mind, uh, I'd I'd honestly have to say either Hugh Jackman or um, uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Mm. There too, or sorry, Bill Skarsgård, the guy who plays uh, Pennywise in the It movies. Oh yeah. Um, because apparent, so I was listening to this uh, podcast with a Bill Hader who was talking about some of his work with It Chapter Two, and there's this thing apparently that Bill Skarsgård does with his eye, um, as Pennywise that like it's like like not 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 like the twitchy vibrating thing, but like something where he can displace his other one of his <laughs> eyes and do whatever the heck he wants to do with yeah. it. Yeah. And. Bill was like, oh, I figured that was just CGI, and I was talking to him about it, and he was like, oh, you mean this, and just does it in front of him, and I would have lost it, but I, I don't know, I feel like there's, there's so, yeah, you can work on your voice and things like that, and I, that's definitely a very important part of it, but I think that we get so used to our bodies just as people that once you can break that down and really create your own physicality of a movement for a character. Yeah. I feel like that's a true subversion or submersion, I should say, into the part you want to play. And I think it's very commendable that you want to explore that and see where that goes from there. So Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I I think the moment that really changed that for me is I took a movement uh, class um, the, the first semester of my sophomore year mm -hmm. um, with Loraldo. Loraldo, what a guy. What a guy, what a guy. Hey, he helped me get that motion capture gig. I am all about it. He, he's done nothing but help me. So I, I really appreciate him. And um, one of the things we did in that class is we did monologue work, but we did it for weeks. We did it for like five weeks, the mm. same monologue, crazy. Yeah. But we did different things with it each time. And it really showed me like when s certain words, certain feelings like fire in my body because we tried to do monologues mm. without any movement at all. And we would get stopped if we moved an eyebrow. We would get stopped if we flicked our finger because we were trying to completely channel our body. And right. and I think realizing that and being able to, to to channel that and then build from nothing is really incredible and really it helps make a more more well rounded character. Absolutely. Yeah. That I that's one thing I, I would love to be able to dive more into that into that world. I I really want to try to take stage combat next year. I don't know if I can fit it in my schedule or not, mm. but um. Yeah, I think that there's there's something to be said. I think that we're in this in this program, um, we have so much going on to balance of trying to balance with everything with the dance and singing and acting. That there's sometimes there's while we're learning all these great things, there's sometimes certain details about different work that we get that kind of slip through the cracks sometimes. Right. Um, not a slight to the program at all. I mean, it's a great program. But, um, only got four years. Yeah, only, only got four years. You know, there's only so much you can learn. Um, and so it's great that you get to explore that a little bit more. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, in the last few minutes, I'm going to give you some rapid questions. Okay. Um, <laughs> and um, they're coming off the seat of my pants. So, uh, I apologize, viewers, if I have a few ums and uh, blanks of what I'm trying to say. All right. So, here we go. Favorite, right. favorite album. Go. Favorite album. Uh, Blonde by Frank Ocean. Okay. Favorite. Uh, trip you've ever been on? Favorite trip I've ever been on. Yeah. Favorite trip I've ever been on. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so. Oh, London. A thousand percent. Yep. Okay, great. Yep. Favorite actor or actress? <gasps> oh no. Oh my mind. Oh, there's too many. Now I'm thinking too hard. Uh, Brian Cranston. Okay. Final answer. Great choice. Yeah. Okay. If you could go back to any historical period and spend a day there, which historical period would you go to? Mm, I feel like. I know there was a Great Depression, but the 20s, because I always think about my great-grandma. Mm. 
and it was, seemed like a beautiful time, even though it was one of the most stressful times. But yeah. I think that was the well, time when most people are well, connected. Hey, te- I mean, technically, depression didn't start until 29. Right. So you're good. Okay. You're fine. Never mind. You're good. That's, that's <laughs> no time. We're in our 20s, man. Yep. Get some Gatsby in you. Yeah. I, I saw a really cool uh, thing on Instagram the other day. It was uh, Leo and um, Tobey Maguire yeah. uh, doing scene work before they started shooting for Great Gatsby. And, man... It just, it solidifies. Every time I see something that Leo does, I'm like, man, how are you just so good? Uh-huh. It is, it's, it's wild. Yeah. Well, I'd say that that's a pretty good uh, first uh, podcast yeah. in the can. Um, and I am so thankful that I could have you on this pod. Um, and I'd love to have you again sometime oh, yeah. uh, next year. And yeah, do you have anything you want to say uh, to the viewer, uh, to the listeners before uh, we peace out? Super honored to be the first guest on this uh, podcast here. Um, follow your dreams, man. Yeah. Don't take life too seriously. Like, what did oh, Lauren? Lauren has all these. My I, I'm living with my friend Lauren right now, and she has all these great inspirational quotes. Um, and I can't think of a single one, but go and read some, um, and then be inspired. <laughs> Incredible. Well, guys, I've, I'm trying to think, I've been trying to think of a fun slogan to have a, as like a good send off. Uh-huh. Um, and so I think I'm going to try this one out. All right. Uh, but crack open your favorite drink guys and have a good day. Uh, how's that? How's that I, I kind of dig that. You kind of dig, dig it? Okay. Yeah. It, it, I've been brewing about it. There's a few other Bruins. ones. But hey, hey, that's, let things brew. That's another, there that, you go. One. Um, you know, but it's all good. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening in, and I'll catch you next time when you guys come for Bloomington Spirits.